and welcome to the podcast. I'm absolutely Ross. I can just stop <laughs> doing this now. I've just done Ross. That's fine. We we literally decided last year you weren't going to do this anymore, and then you still carried on. And I'm Phil, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. We are going to take you on a journey through film. Well, the films we've seen this particular week that we're talking about it, or the films regarding to the specific subject we're going to talk about this week, or film. Anyway, you get the point. Uh, Ross, my buddy, my friend. How are you? You turned older this week. I turned. <laughs> Last well, we're week. all turning. We're all turning older every second. Uh, I, you, uh, you had the I, official number change, though. I did. I had. I turned the corner of forty-eight uh, on uh, Tuesday. Forty-eight. Quite, quite uh, an experience. We uh, <clears throat> we went out with chums to the Kirsten Soho Bar, which is very nice. They're actually renovating right now, but they still made space for us, which was really nice. Nice, very nice. <laughs> it's quite, quite, quite pleasant. Do you and know then, uh, who I am? Do you know who I am? Yeah, it's really funny. Did you pull that one? Get, that, do, you not, do you not know no, me? Never, never. But there was quite a funny moment where uh, Ben, uh, the manager, or one of the managers, uh, came down to say hello. And I was like, I didn't invite this guy. Who's he? Oh, it's Ben. Yeah, while while shaking his hand. I was like, oh god, it's Ben. No, that was really nice. Uh, and they're really lovely there. The staff there are brilliant. And then on Tuesday itself, uh, Nikki and I went to the Tower of London. Uh, ah, and they let you out. They let me out. I don't know how that happened. Uh, and that was uh, excellent and a really sort of like lovely educational and entertaining experience. And um, and yes. and you saw To Kill a Mockingbird. That's exactly what I was going to say next. It was uh, it is unbelievable. Right? Okay, seriously. <clears throat> don't if I don't want to know film, <clears throat> anything no, no, no. <clears throat> other than it's good. If you've seen the film, if you haven't seen the film, if you've read the book, you know, just go and see this. It is. We definitely want to go back. It's. I, I won't. No more details aside from just absolutely see it. Like, yeah, because this, this is Aaron Sorkin's take on To Kill a Mockingbird, is, right? So you had me, really you, you had me at hello, right? Aaron Sorkin yeah. doing a courtroom drama based on a classic book. I mean, yeah. fucking yeah. hell! You can't, you it's, couldn't get much more me if you tried. It, it's really, I, I, I literally don't want to say any details. Um, the, the only thing that I should mention is we, we originally booked it like nearly three years ago, <laughs> of course, uh, and originally it was going to be Reese fans as a Finch. Yes, which I thought was which I thought was interesting, uh, but Rafe Spall is killer in it. He, uh, I mean, very now, well, everyone's great in it. He's I've got a suspicion when I go to see it, it's no longer going to be Rafe Spall. Oh, I see. I is that think, changing? Uh, is that changing soon? Yeah, I think he's only doing a very short, um, very short run on that. Oh, I have no idea. And he's someone else is taking over. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let me just let me just yeah, turn be great he is absolutely brilliant. He is taking over. Mm. Uh, Richard Coyle. Oh, he's great too. What a great actor. Takes over on the 15th of August. Oh, wow. Okay, that's interesting. He's a great is, actor. Yeah, which is kind of nice, right? Like, I'm, I'm always a big fan of, of like, um, I'm always a big fan of kind of like, you know, when seeing something with different actors doing it. Of yeah. course, yeah, most known for, according to IMDb, you know IMDb, when you when you Google search a name, it'll give you yeah. actor. Now, of all the things that Richard Coyle's been in, what do you think the film that IMDb has highlighted as his biggest film on Google when you first search him? As his biggest? Well, I know mostly from- well, all, all the most significant film. Uh, Grabbers, maybe? I don't know. Nope. Okay, I don't know. I literally have no idea. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. 
Oh dear. Well, I mean, I suppose it was a big, I mean, that was a big movie at the time. Well, big in terms of it was a big blockbuster. Small in terms yeah, of yeah. it made no fucking money. Oh sure, yeah. But, I mean, I, I kind of, I kind of get it just because of, um, yeah, like it's a proper Hollywood Jer- Jerry Bruckheimer type movie. Though. It's a Hollywood movie. Jerry yeah. Bruckheimer. There you go. What's happened to Jerry Bruckheimer? A Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> That's I completely forgot about that. <laughs> what I was kind of going, moron. I was kind of going, feel what? <laughs> Honestly, you know, sometimes you say something and afterwards you're just like, you're a prick. Um, <laughs> As you said it, I was like, it's supposed to be a joke. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, the joke's on me, man. <laughs> so, so yes, in fact, and yeah, but before that, not so good. Because Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales, and The Lone Ranger, and then Pirates of the Caribbean, oh. and then oh. Prince of Persia. So yeah, not 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 the best run. I just mostly remember, I think, Colin from Coupling. He's great. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So he is who is playing um, playing when we go to see him. So yeah, oh, pretty okay. cool, right? So I'm pretty happy yeah. with that. Excellent. Um, so yes. Um, so yes, so you had your birthday. Is this is this someone else in the room with you? Alexa just had a, a, a chat for some reason. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. That. that happens quite a lot with my 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 watch with the other automated person that you can't yeah. say. Um, this is falling apart really quick. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so 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 had your birthday. Good, excellent. Glad that was good. Brilliant. And we're going to talk movies today, right? So, like, it's been loads. We've, we've had a run of pretty, pretty interesting films. So, Bullet Train, which is something you definitely were not looking forward to. Prey, yeah. which was something I definitely wasn't looking forward to. And and myself, by the way, and and particularly on Prey. Before you when we get onto it, the thing that was troubling me was Disney Plus, simply yep. because of how they've been treating their brands. That's really simple. And the idea that this film, Prey, was going straight to Hulu, was not encouraging. Bear in mind, it's director's, director's last Clover, film yeah. went straight to Disney, straight to Netflix, didn't it? I'm sure it did Ten Cloverfield. No, or was that no, the cinema? No, 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 no that no, was the cinema. Was, yeah, that was, that was the Cloverfield. No, Ten, no, Ten Cloverfield Lane was actually a really good movie. Yes, uh, if it you was. can, if you could, if you could make the jump for the ending, because the ending does ask you to kind of jump for the end. But it was a good. What movie, you mean the the this is a Cloverfield movie after all. Right. Ending. Yeah. No, no, but that which, is exactly. Yeah. Which, by the way, this Cloverfield universe. Does. That's what Paradox does as well. It was yeah. a Cloverfield movie. Like, huh? And, <laughs> like, and, okay. and that, this has never paid out, right? This, 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 no. this Cloverfield um, universe, the, the extended Cloverfield universe has never played out. And I'm Not thankful really. Although, for that. But, but the second movie is, is a really good, it's a really good film. It's a claustrophobic thriller, really. Yeah. So fair enough. Um, yeah. So anyway, so so I, I and also with oh, I hate using the word woke, but with all of the the wokeness going on, <laughs> when we see who the protagonist is in Prey, it was troubling. Uh, like I, not I, not. We'll we'll get to it when we do the movie. It yeah, was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it wasn't. Well, like, I, I think I'm, I'm in a particular yes, argument with yes, someone. Someone. Yes, you are. Or I, I might have kicked something off a little bit there. But here's but, the um, thing. But here's the thing. That film landing as it has amidst what it has. His concern about it, because it was a concern of mine, isn't unwarranted. He's just wrong. I just it, it's just it it's just it's not a war- it's not unwarranted because of everything that's been going the on. The woke thing doesn't but you bother take, me. But you need to take the what I say if you take like we're almost moving it now. If you take that movie on its own, 
this is not a problem. No, no but I mean, in it could general, have been a lot. It could have been a lot. I didn't hate Ghostbusters whenever it was like five, six years ago, 2016, 2016, because because it was a female-led Ghostbusters. No, it's shit. It's just a shit film. I hated it because it was a shit film. (laughs) It's like it it didn't make me laugh. It had nothing to do with it being all women. No. It had nothing to do. It was just a bad film. Like like Ocean's 8. I had no issue with it being an all-women's ocean film. The cast was amazing. The film was really boring. Yeah, so well, they literally said, "Let's do, let's do a uh, heist." They do the heist with zero hiccups, right? Literally zero hiccups, and then, and then at the end, it turns out they got more than they thought. Even like, it's, does they? It's like we got even more money, and you kind of go, and you kind of go, "What?" Like, doesn't she like pull out a drawer or something, or open a cupboard, something, and something like that? Like, even more valuables, and you I, just go, I, "How? What?" Like, I would my, like to say that the film was memorable enough so that I, I could remember, but so that yeah. So and then, bad. then we're going to talk about a film that that, that Mark Kermode hated, um, DC League of Super Pets, which I have to say, my my expectations were like, I mean, he didn't like, hate it. He didn't low. hate it, but he he didn't hate it, but he he was very dismissive of it. Yeah, um, he didn't hate it. I, I think he's allowed to hate anything now they have sponsors. Mm, well. Mm-hmm. And and so and so we talk about a few other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of the things I do want to talk about before we do any of this though, and before we get onto films we've seen and stuff like that, so I want to talk about um, uh, and it kind of links into DC League of Super Pets, right? But you you yeah. messaged me the other day, and you were like, I just got this message that said Batgirl cancelled, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the TV series? I thought that already been cancelled, and you were like, no, yeah. no. Batgirl, the movie that's in post-production and they've spent 70 to 90 million on, is not yep. getting released. And I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the directors confirmed it. Because you kind so, of go, really? Is that really happening? The the the, the, te- the the reason the studio gave was they had the opportunity to write off 70 million, so they took it. Because of accounting periods, that's just not. See, the, the, the problem with this is forgetting the discovery merger, which is what this appears to be significantly about. Forgetting that, like, if you release a film with a Batman symbol on it, it's going to make half a billion dollars, right? It just it's, it's got nothing to do with being a good or a bad bit because there are people saying, "Oh, how bad!" It's not to be big bad. This. Um, uh, Warner Brothers have not got problems releasing bad movies. <laughs> Catwoman. See, see Catwoman. But, no, but even more recently, the, the first Suicide Squad film, which is incomprehensible. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Like, they don't care. And studios in general. Studios in general, right? half a billion. Studios in general don't give a fuck. Because, like, right. look at look at Morbius. If there ever was a movie right. that would we direct yeah, to it's Netflix. Incomprehensible. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so like, yeah, like they released Catwoman. I mean, what fucking more do you need to know about like Warner Brothers' considerable low bar? This has of- nothing to do. This has nothing to do with it being a bad thing. It's all this sort of like um, eye rolling shit on YouTube, like, oh, how terrible it must be. Or I would add because it's woke. It's got nothing to do with any of that. That is, that is. By the way, how can Batgirl be woke? It's the very nature of the fact that well, character has been well, around it's because for what, they, no, it, no, years. It's not that. It's not that. It's because they, for example, race swapped her and other stuff. That's okay. what it is. It's not. It's not to do with her gender. It's to do. I mean, who knows? Unless they've done. Can I just? Stuff. Can I just say something on this, right? Like, yeah. like, 
this is almost the equivalent of like, and it's not, but like this whole thing about, oh, they've race swapped someone or mm. they've put a trans character in and all that's not woke. Yeah. That, and I genuinely believe this. Progress, this is, that's genuinely, progress, it's progressive. Yeah, they're they're genuinely work. looking at the world going, like, when I went to school, I went to school in a relatively kind of well-off town. I wasn't well-off myself, but, like, little <laughs> village. It was quite well well regarded. And there was maybe two people of colour in my year. Maybe. Right, Like, sure. if I remember back, right. Like, we, we definitely weren't, we, we definitely weren't, a progressive looking school if you look at our school photographs right yeah. um like like the that's the world was very like that like, like shows were very white because that kind of reflected the society of that time but like the society doesn't look like that anymore so so creating these projects that have a more diverse that take a character that was written as white and says actually we want to we want to sure. make this character more representative it it doesn't matter. It's still no, the no. same character. The, well, no, but hang on. But even if it isn't the same character, that's okay too. Like, yeah, like, it is. You, like, you don't need purity of adaptation. Like I have like, issues. I have issues when they say let's make like let's make James Bond female. No, that is what right. pandering, right? Yeah, because there's a difference just between another, changing just just make another character and make yes. it good. Like you don't yes. need to as 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 many people involved with with. No time to die actually made the point of right. We don't need to make Bond female. We just need to make a good female agent. A good female agent, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Like, so stuff like that to me, I don't get right. Let's let's not like Bond is based on a literary, literary character. Yeah. Right? So so it's almost like saying you know let's let's do to kill a mockingbird but with white people. It's like well that that genuinely isn't the point of the book right you're kind of missing the like yeah. james bond is is a sexist that's this other character's written you know he's yeah, he's a dinosaur they said it in golden <laughs> absolutely and they even kind of reference it in no time to die like so yeah. so like, like don't get me wrong kill the character now like sure. don't carry on with with any male actor as bond have natasha leone take on the 007 mantle natasha leone no, who was it? No, not Natasha Leone. Natasha, uh, Lasana Lynch. Sorry, completely yeah. got my axes mistaken. Natasha Leone I couldn't have been be any more wrong on that. Literally. <laughs> Natasha Leone would have been an amazing change, but listen, you, you, you asshole. I, I think it's because uh, I've just, I've just started watching, um, Russian uh, Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, sorry, my brain, my brain is not I love there her. I want her as a female. <laughs> but you know, so take, take, on, prick. <laughs> take on the mantle of 007. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a code name, but not yeah. So so I just wanted to throw that out because I'm getting really bored of people going, alerts woke, alerts woke, alerts woke. It's no, not, no, it's just it's just we don't live in a society full of white middle-aged people anymore, right? Like no. like the world, the we, the society has changed. You know, the yeah. way we view and rightly so. So, uh, oh, it, it, don't get me wrong. Don't get, dude, the word I think there is, there is absolutely, but there is absolutely a pandering to people who promote a woke agenda. That is happening one way or another. Yes. But I think it's, but I think it is becoming more and more evident that it's not profitable to do so. Yes. You still I think that's you, part of what, I think that's part of what the issue is. You still have to make. Like I, I, I we, we should be a we should be a progressive culture in our media. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but I did, doing that, 
there's a difference between doing that and just yeah. handling. And, I, and just I genuinely handling. saw a comment, by the way, when, when Batman came out this year, and the comment was genuinely, oh, look, they've even gone woke with Catwoman, re- referencing her her ethnicity. Well, they had like, Eartha Kitt. Well, Eartha Kitt was... My yeah, first Catwoman... Exactly my first yes. Catwoman... My first Catwoman was, Eartha was, Eartha, was Eartha Yeah. Kitt. Before Julie... I didn't see Julie Newmar first. No. I saw Eartha Kitt first. I, so to I, me, Black... I never even thought of her as anything. That was my first Catwoman. Yeah. Like I had in my consciousness. I always, I always thought so of her cares, as so African-American. Like, that's right, how initially, I always... Initially. Yeah, that's how I always drew the character in my mind. So, what, so when they're like, like when they had like Michelle Pfeiffer play Catwoman, I was the opposite. I was like, oh, like a white yeah. Catwoman. <laughs> like, even, 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 even more with like a bit more subtlety. When when Nikki and I rewatched uh, Batman the animated series, which I highly recommend everyone does. Ever, yes, ever. it's great. It's good. Um, I I was like, oh, Selena Cole's blonde in this. I don't remember her being blonde. And, and she was like, no, she was always modest because because in the comics, Catwoman has always been the dark. Well, sometimes she'll change her hair, but primarily she she's got black hair, essentially black, like like dark black, like even like a kind of pixie yeah. sort of thing, Pro- for probably for practical. And when I say always, I mean certainly as far back as I can remember. So I never remembered Selena Carl as a blonde. I mean, I know Michelle Pfeiffer played her in the movie, obviously, but I never thought of her as a blonde. But the animated series always had her as a blonde. It's it's, it's I, just it's just interesting, but that's probably because it's, it's based off of that's probably because it is based off yeah because it came out in the same year as Batman Returns. But it's so like, maybe it was referencing that. So, so for me, it's like you know, it's it just shows that people just jump to this woke agenda. Of course bullshit. they do. And and you know, the, the the challenge is right, and we'll talk about this with Prey. Even if it was an attempt to make a woke movie, you've still got yeah. to make a good movie. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But here's, right. just very brief, just briefly, just briefly. The one thing I can agree with in terms of oh, woke agenda in films and TV is is the when we have a significant amount of female lead characters, which is all great, obviously. But at the expense of like, like, like if we, if we, without getting too political right now, with Thor four, making him the butt of the joke, is not like they didn't have to do that. I like you don't you don't need to tear down male characters to make female I, characters. No, I I, I would see, say I, don't, I think that, that I think that that is an issue at the moment. I don't I don't think that is I don't think Thor four is a an issue with wokeness. I think oh, that's I see. An issue you. With, yeah. I think yeah, that's an that issue with laziness. Yeah, okay. yeah I can kind of see that. I, I think yeah. that comes from laziness rather than wokeness. Yeah. I was using like, that as an example. I was just using yeah, that as an example. I, I, where I, I, I know exactly what you mean, right? Like, like, yeah. That is yeah, happening look, a lot. That is happening a lot, right? Anyway, we've gone off, off, off. Yeah. But anyway, so, but, but, but the, the, there's a knock-on effect to this Batgirl thing, right? So yeah. now they're having to refilm well, Michael Keaton's cameo in Aquaman. Right. Because right. that's what I thought. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Because they have to introduce him because the way they're releasing the films is coming out. Yeah, they're, but, they're releasing but, him in a completely different order. But yeah, but like Batgirl was meant to come out after the Flash. Yeah, I know. So moving the Flash has basically meant that they've had to reshoot Aquaman because Aquaman's coming out first, isn't it? Because Aquaman's coming out first. Because Aquaman yeah. is the one out of all of these films that that they that, that made good money last time, and and it's right. like you just sit back and you just that, go. But even, but even with that, they're having to reduce Amber Heard's character. Yeah, and even with that, they're having to reduce Amber Heard's character. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, you do, yeah, and then you, then of course you've got the the looming Flash thing, which they're still saying we're going to release, 
But I just yeah. have this sneaky suspicion that the Ezra Miller fiasco isn't done yet. Well, if Niffy and I thought potentially that they might be, they're holding back Flash to figure, because while they're trying to figure out the Keaton thing and, and everything else, like maybe they're trying to, because we're now for repositioning of it, are they going to do something where they effectively can remove Ezra Miller from the franchise and replace him with, like we've got Keaton and Affleck, are they going to bring in an alt flash? Oh, let's bring in let's bring Barry Allen in well, from the TV show, right? Well, well, Grant and I don't mean I don't mean the recent one. Big, no, 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 no. I mean the original oh, John, one. John Wesley Ship, do it. Yeah, John right? Wesley Ship. He's brilliant. He's great. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's um, just do that. He's great. But also, but even but there's this whole fan thing for Dylan O'Brien, which I can kind of see. I can kind of see it. Yeah, um, I, I don't give a shit who the actor is, as long as no, they're not, uh, as long as they're not a disgusting human being like Ezra Miller is proving. Who <laughs> takes people off into their own homes? Yeah, who effectively, so, uh, effectively is, is having that. sex they, with underage yeah. people. I mean, oh, cool. different laws in America. Yeah, I'll just sure. qualify that. We're not talking about him like like children, but I mean, he's he is still literally. Laws. But they're not. They're not. They're softening well, the language. It doesn't make it any better. They're softening the language in the media, but he is literally in hiding from the police. Yeah. That's actually what's happening. No one's that's and, 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 it. And I don't want to do the whole whole kind of conspiracy theory thing. No. But who owns the majority of those news networks? Right, Warner right, yeah. CNN, right? Well, they're all yeah, the same yeah, company. Yeah. They're softening so, the crap out of it. Yeah. So no, they're no, softening the message because they realize they've got a 200 million pound time bomb. They they're gonna like fuck. one more story comes up about Ezra Miller and they're fine. And so, so, so now the knock on effect is like, by the way, the Ezra Miller stuff started. If everyone forgets this, the Ezra Miller stuff started with him like punching someone in a nightclub, like, yeah, no, grabbing them by the throat. Oh, no, they're two separate stories, wasn't it? But it's still, like, he grabbed yeah, a woman by a throat yeah, and he, he punched threw a chair at someone, or something. yeah. But regardless. That's where the scale of this started. A stupid bullshit assault charge. Not bullshit, like a stupid drunken assault charge has escalated to holding people hostage. Like he stole someone's passport what, like so they couldn't leave, took a gun. Like, it's like, Gra- it's grabbed like, a girl like, by the throat in a yeah, nightclub. In a nightclub, yeah. Like threw a chair, so, like, all that. Well, that's like, all the basic stuff. That's all, It's turned into things like having underage children at a ranch or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what like, he... He's gone full. Um, uh, oh God, who's the guy that, that uh, Army Hammer? You know, Army right. Hammer again. Another DC like, like, it's like you know, you sit here and you just go, I don't know who is casting DC movies in <laughs> yeah. general, yeah. but but I would maybe look because because again, Secrets of Dumbledore, Johnny Depp, Ezra yeah. Miller. It's yeah. like you know, you, you know, when you sit there and you just kind of go, whoever is your in charge of casting at Warner. I maybe do a D, I maybe do a CRB check on them just to be sure. It says head of head of casting is Satan. Like, <laughs> oh right, <laughs> I all make sense now. That makes complete sense. Because it's like it's like like DC take people. Sorry, Marvel take people and rehabilitate them, right? Yeah, Chris yeah. Pratt, like not bad, but like they he he was a completely different person for Guardians of the Galaxy. Like sure. like Robert Downey Jr., who yes. had such a troubled past, right? Yeah. And, and Marvel did this amazing job of rehabilitating them and making them something completely different. And DC seemed to take actors and then all of a sudden, like, like do the opposite. <laughs> Corrupt them. Yeah. That is it's, it's fucking it's really insane. Funny. So so the whole DC thing is just super fucked. And, yeah. 
And like, and on top of this, they then release the news of all, just as you think this world can get any crazier. They go, by the way, we're making this, by the way, I love Joker, right? I think it's my film of the year that year. I absolutely yeah, adored it. I think it's a great film. And then they turn around and go, oh, by the way, we're making a sequel. And you're like, mm, if there's one film that didn't need a sequel, it's that. Mm-hmm. And then they go, it's going to be a musical. And I go, like all of a sudden, I'm slightly more intrigued. Oh, and by yeah. the way, um, by the way, uh, Lady Gaga is going to be playing Harley Quinn, and I'm like, you, you know, each step you're leaning more forward yeah. in your seat, and then they're like, oh, it's predominantly going to be set in Arkham Asylum, and I'm just like, okay, I mean, I mean, what? I think it's, I think Arkham it's Asylum the be, musical. You know what it's going to be like? It's going to be like Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's going to be like a new Doctor turns up or something, yeah. And yeah. gets more and more corrupted by whether it's Harley or not. Like, yeah, yeah. it's going to be like, and also because the lunatics will be running the asylum, that's where the musical numbers come in. I think this sounds. It's actually like, a clever. It's actually a very, very clever. I, you idea. know, when you kind of go from 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 this sounds like the worst idea ever. To, but but and this is what the point I was going to try and make. Right, look at the DC animated movies. Not yeah. the quality. No, I mean that's there. But look how they structure them. Each. Each film is based around a story from the comic book. Yep. They're one shots or maybe yeah. two shots sometimes. Sometimes and there's been a, there's been a kind of a string that connect, but you don't necessarily have to have seen them all. To no. And, but but like they they're taking these really good established stories, they're making animated versions of them, and everyone loves them. Whereas yeah. they're allowing Zack Snyder to build a, a Snyderverse of. Mm a movie universe that no one really wants because they're, and then just as you think that like they're going down, like they, they announce the joke when you think, oh, they're going down this, this cool route now of like, maybe they're going back to this director led thing. Yeah. They turn around and they go, oh, by the way, we've got a 10 year plan for, for how our, how we're going to do movies. And I just went, oh, but have you, because you were meant to be doing a cyborg movie I, I and that didn't happen. I don't, I don't, I don't believe that at all. Like, at all. I mean, I, I, oh, by the I way, we haven't even talked about the cyborg stuff with DC. Well, there's like, uh, like, okay. <laughs> and 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 Only and Joss Whedon oh, and yeah, Zack yeah. Snyder. I mean, his, when we talk about the corrupting thing, thing though, we might not be joking. The other thing, the other thing though, that we that we that we we haven't touched on this Batgirl thing has had a knock-on effect of cancelling Scoob Two as well, yeah, just forty forty million dollars, and they're also now talking quite significantly about about axing the uh, the Supergirl movie, which, by the way, if we are getting into woke. It is a bit. It's on the nose. Oh, I hate using the word. Like, if you look at who Supergirl is now, again, I'm mostly fine for race swapping everything or what. I don't care, but it is ridiculous. Like, it's it is sort of. It looks like someone cosplaying Supergirl. I've not look, really said look, anything about it. To be it honest. doesn't look. If you look look up the images, and you probably will be a bit like, huh? Oh, huh? Yeah. What the fuck is yeah. that costume? Yeah. What? What? Looks, nah, I know. What? It looks very. Uh, it does look. And I can only go by the very early stuff that they put out there. It does look somewhat super pandery, unfortunately. I, uh, it, it just It just does. It doesn't look good. That's yeah, a I feel truly like, terrible I, costume. Yeah, I, I and that's what that's just one thing of it. I, I just feel like chopping block away for that one. If if they're going to cancel. If they're gonna axe Batgirl, which was in the final stages of post, I don't see how this one lasts. <laughs> in, the I just, fi- I just don't see in the final stages of post. And also Yeah, like like, like done basically, like basically Let's done. be honest. And I've said this for years. Crazy. Superman is an incredibly difficult character. Because yeah. 
he's he's a like and this is where Marvel have got to at the moment. You've got the Eternals and you've got Captain Marvel and you've got all these gods. Mm-hmm. Like like I don't like the problem is when you when you get to that point where you've got everyone's a god. Yeah. Like how the fuck can how the fuck can Daredevil fit into a world for just as an example of someone where where like basically like Daredevil goes up to a rogue eternal and goes stop and they go sorry who are you? oh you're dead it, it, it's right, like you yeah. build it up so and and that's the challenge for me has always been with Superman is like a hero is only ever as good as its its villain really and mm. you have to keep making bigger the story and like. The stories get bigger and 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 bigger. And we you only have to look at what happened with the original Superman franchise to know that by by number four, for many reasons, um, it just got to the point of people just going, huh. So you can't churn these movies out, right? Like Man of Steel was okay for a point. I don't know. Like it's just a DC just just have no fucking clue what they're doing, I think. Yeah, they know they're behind Marvel. But they were always behind Marvel. And the major mistake they made in the first place was trying to do it all in like a year and a half. No, exactly. Marvel took, took, no, no, but what it means, they tried to, the individuals are not always, it's the fact that Marvel took four years to get to Avengers. Yeah. They did pretty solid, even if you don't like all the first films, I like most of the first films. Yeah, yeah, they're all good. Enough. And then they culminated in, in Joss's. Excellent, regardless of what people think of Joss Whedon, it's excellent Avengers. Oh, it's, it's and and, super. And, it, and, it, and, it, and then that that absolutely proved out for the rest of it, right? Yeah. And regardless of some a couple of the films not being so good, but it's only a couple, two or three, right? Pretty goddamn good. And they had a plan. You can't do the same thing in a year and a half. You can't. Well, well you've seen what's happened to Marvel now, right? We don't have a plan. That's what I mean. It's We're kind of winging it. Now, it's now, like you said before, it's on deadlines. That's got not. That's not how you no. do these things. They didn't learn no. their own lessons. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, we've covered Batgirl. Uh, I can't say I'm overly gutted about Scoob 2, uh, but you know, hey-ho. Look, I like, look, I like the first one. Yeah, I like the first one. It I was I all right. The one. It, was, it, was absolutely, it was an enjoyable movie. It was all right. Um, which probably brings me to our first film we're going to talk about, um, which is another DC movie. <laughs> sorts. Ross, <laughs> um, yeah. what was your take on DC League of Super Pets? Super enjoyed it. Like, like Nicky and I both really. I was not expecting much. I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting much. I, um, I was hoping it was going to be fun, uh, and so forth. The thing that was most intriguing to me was um, the fact that, because again, it's Dwayne and Kevin, and I'm not the biggest fan of their films together. I've never quite figured out. Who put these two together and thought, oh, I mean, mate, look, they've made money. They've made loads and loads of money. So fair enough. But I've, I've definitely, like when I saw, was it Central Intelligence? Um, at, at that point, I just went, this has to stop. This, this has to stop. Um, uh, although I do, although I do like the Jumanji films. That's sort of, that, that works quite well. But the thing that really intrigued me. Yeah, yeah, you know, but the first one I thought was particularly good. And then the second was more of the same, but it, it, good enough. Um, and they're fantasy silly movies, right? But as we all know, I've been suffering from rock fatigue. The thing that intrigued me more than anything of all things, the voice cast overall was interesting, but Keanu Reeves playing Batman. So I didn't even realize it was Keanu Reeves playing Batman until you messaged me, and I was just like, oh, God, that's brilliant. 
So very quickly, the cast from them, we've got Dwayne and Kevin, who are really, really good in it. And I would absolutely see another one of these immediately. And I think the few Greece. Again, another actor who I'm not very hot on, Kate McKinnon, plays Lulu, who is like the Lex Luthor of the, 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 the Super Pets. She's the baddie. And she is great in it. Like, really funny. You've got, of all people, like Superman, I was thinking, who the hell's playing Superman? It was John Krasinski. And I'm sort of, <laughs> I'm sort of, I'm sort of hot and cold on him. Like, I like, you know, I'm hot and cold on him. He's great as Superman. You've got Vanessa Bayer as PB. I'm quite a big fan of her. She's got a new show called uh, I Love That For You. Natasha Leone, funny enough, as a uh, uh, Merton, who's great, this, this tortoise. Diego Luna. You've got Mark Marin as Lex Luthor. <laughs> it's very it's really interesting I thought it was Vince Vaughn at the time actually their voices are quite similar uh, Keanu is Batman who does a terrific job you've got you've got a double act of Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz as these two hilarious guinea pig uh, baddies who turn well they, they have a turn Olivia Wilde as Lois Lane you've got Yvette Nicole Brown you've got Jamila Jamil you've got Jermaine Clements as Aquaman you've got John Early you've got David Diggs as Cyborg you've got Alfred Molina as uh, Jor-El you've got Lena Headey Keith David playing Dog L, which, who is uh, uh, our uh, crypto's dad. You've got Busy Phillips, Dan Fogler, you, Sam Levine. You've got like loads and loads and loads and loads of people. It was a right? hell of a cast, right? I mean, we'll, talk cast. About, we'll talk about cast a little bit later with, with, so with Bullet worry, Train yeah, as well. Let's but... not worry. Honestly, it's got, without getting too far, I really recommend it. I was so surprised. That, there's so many visual gags. There's a great bit where you've got the super pets fighting. Well, essentially, Lulu converts all these guinea pigs into villains which is they're very they're all really funny which is by the way great, one of the funniest concepts ever it's really funny it's really funny because uh, they're all like we just like eating lettuces right or whatever you know and then she's, and she kind of convinces them to be villains which is funny and then and then there's this great fight in like the equivalent of Times square in metropolis like that kind of idea and there's like news footage playing and on the news footage you know you get a ticker tape with like the headlines on it yes <laughs> There's a bit of it says animal activists honestly confused. <laughs> it's really, really funny. And there was some, there was some of... great there's some great Marvel gags as well. Like there was a there's, there's a gag about Thor's hammer for a start. Yes, there is. There's, like there's also for the adults, there is a I'm not joking, a nightmare on Elm Street joke and a Warriors joke. Yeah. It's I can't understand it. Mark Commode gave it a very dismissive review. And I very don't dismissive. It. I don't understand what film he was watching because we, it's got a lot, of, I actually welled up a few times um, because it's me. But also, <laughs> just for, for the fans, they use the Superman theme music. Oh my God, they did, didn't they? It's absolutely brilliant. Like, it's I, 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 brilliant. Like, like, I mean, okay, look. And by the way, when, when, when Ross says the th Superman oh. theme music, he's talking about the original Superman the theme John music. The John Williams music. Yes, which is not the Zack Snyder shit. No, and look, fine. Some of that music. So I will say, the hands in some of the Man of Steel stuff is actually really good in context. But look, but like not nowhere near as iconic as the Williams score. And they use it in really good places. It's definitely one for adults and kids. Like it works both ways for sure. Um, there's a there's a hilarious running gag about. So Lulu has a. So I don't want to tell you. You should see it. It's really funny. She has a side. I have seen it. Who's, oh, you've seen it. Yeah, I didn't even know. You, I didn't even yeah. know you'd seen it. Yeah, I went I'm to see. So it. Sorry. I, I I texted you and said it was good, and he said I'm going to go oh, and see it this week. Um, oh shit! I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I saw it. Ever. I saw it midweek. I took Emmy to see it uh, because oh, I was okay, like, great, great. Good. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. I mean, I I think I quite loved it as much as you, but I I I for sure was entertained. I laughed more than a few times, and I couldn't help but think how 
these animated characters are infinite, infinitely better than like their live action counterparts. Once Absolutely. Again. The Flash alone, because the Flash isn't it very much, but his reactions, it's not even him saying so. some of his reactions, like the way he moves and the way he looks at yeah. things, it's really, there's so oh. many little things in it. And you're, by the way, Batman does still every fucking scene he's in though. He's like, great in it. Like I love the, joke, cost- I the joke about his, his parents. Design. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, the his joke about his, really cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, and the constant running joke dad. about his parents is fucking hysterical. Yeah. It's, I miss it's, my mum and dad. And every time he, he, um, the bit where he and Kevin Hart finally get together at the end, yes, was was great. Spoiler alert! Like it was great. <laughs> it was it was great. Like the way they yeah. sort of find each other. It was in their kind of own montage of like I lost my family, like, all that stuff. It it's was fantastic. genuinely entertaining. Fantastic. I'm so glad you've seen it. I, I couldn't have asked. I couldn't have asked for more from a film I had such little expectations for. Did you see? Did you see that the after credit scene? The no. after credit, not the one in the because I had to. I had to pop to the loo very quickly, so I missed the mid credit scene. But if you feel me, which sounds fun, the where Mercy rescues the. Oh, so you know the kid. The, I love. We loved the little kids. I can't remember the name. They won animal, you know. They won animal shelter of uh, thing. It's, it's so much fun, like getting taken out of the way. And then the way she's, I'm gonna rip you limb from limb. <laughs> was, so, was so funny. Was and then when you think she's died, it's like eight lives left. Like all of, we just Brilliant. loved, we loved all that. Um, yeah, but no, there's an end of credit scene which has now given the Black Adam trailer looks terrible. Are uh, uh, te- terrible. I love that Doctor Fate's in it. Pierce Brosnan's Doctor Fate, but I think Black Adam looks terrible but um, you have rock fatigue i i do but i think it looks terrible i just think it looks terrible I think but we terrible. said that about bullet train and that worked out much better than we expected true yeah true yeah i, I, I can't I'm not so gonna, much better than we expected. i'm not gonna deny it but it is another dc live action film they're pretty terrible i'm just you're right listen i'm gonna go my, see it my hope but, on black adam is that um the rock has championed this movie this is not mm. this is not a bean counter we need to make a Flash movie or we need to make a Cyborg not. movie. I really hope not. Rock has championed, fought for this, has a degree yeah. of creative control on this. It, yeah. To me, it feels like if it fails, it won't be through lack of people trying. I think Whereas, that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. And I will say also that, because um, he was his production company was the Super Pets as well, but also, and I did like that a lot. And also, um, I like that there are some interesting sidekicks. You've got things like Hawkman, Atom Smasher, Doctor yeah. Fate. You've got some. You have got some interesting DC side characters. So, so I'm curious to see if it. I am I'm, curious. To see if I'm works. down with a black. So look, we've talked. We've talked. But hang on, DC- hang on. So, oh, go on. so the point I was getting to was the final scene, the end credit scene of of Pet Super Pets is Black Adam's dog appears. Oh my is, god, that is amazing! And it is, and it is the Rock playing Black Adam and Crypto, and that- it was actually. It was good. Really genius. Good. I'll have it to ask if I can get that scene online. I didn't see that. Genuinely, genuinely really funny. Gen- like, genuinely re- a really good nice. pose for the film. Um, yeah, so it. Love it. let's go to, I mean, there's two films that neither of us were, were expecting much of. Mm-hmm. Looking at our reviews on Letterboxd, you liked Bullet Train slightly more than me, and I liked Prey slightly more than you. So let's go yeah. with Prey first, because I think we could probably do Prey like on prey, just 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 regarding the score, because I even had a chat with Sunny Slice on a very very talented stuck on Facebook. He rated it slightly higher for me as well, and I and I said it's a seven for now. It needs a second view. Like I said, I'll be happy to watch it again. Yeah, uh, it, and it, it might possibly go up. I just I just for a first viewing with everything, I think seven isn't an unreasonable score. For so now. for me, I gave it an eight, and I'll tell you why. 
I get that. I can get it. <laughs> My, I also train, like, I love Predator. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves Predator. If you don't well, love I Predator, saw it, like, like I, I said, I saw it on a big screen for the very first time at the action, and it was, yeah, incredible. And, and I have a soft spot for Predator 2. Same. I, but I think you'll see most of the reviews are like, dare I say, people of a certain age, if nothing else. They, everyone gets a Predator 2, and there's a few things in it. I mean, but it's, it's, a, it's a really solid sequel, and yeah, it develops the it, mythology. It's it's like it flawed. what he does. Yeah, it is, but it's great. It's absolutely flawed, but it's great. It, take, it does something different with the film. And then yeah. you have Predators, which didn't have well, hang on. Predators you've in forgotten. it. Hang on, you've forgotten two films before that. Well, Alien versus Predator. Yeah, then Re- yeah. Requiem. Yeah, yeah I'm good. I, I, I didn't forget. Maybe them. you haven't. For, maybe you <laughs> haven't forgotten them. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just don't acknowledge them. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, then you've got like, um, then you've got Predators, which didn't yeah. have. Predators in it. Wait, when it had predators, it wait, well, it did listen, we were talking about trailer disappointments. Yeah, yeah. But uh, for anyone who isn't aware of this, the trailer for Predators, at least originally, I don't know if they've changed it subsequently, had uh, first of all a really good cast. Like it was it is a really good cast in it, and, and all the action and stuff. And it was directed by a guy who did the film Armored, which is great, really good it's, action thriller. It's really good. Nim- Nimrod, Nimrod, uh, well, I'm talking no, Armored. Armored is good. No, no, no. But anyway, Predators. Right. But, 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 but so the great liar for Predators trailer was you've got all the, 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 the our, our inverted commas heroes assembled and the targeting systems of the Predators come on. And it's like, there's like 25, right? Yeah. There's like loads of them. And in the movie, there's three. Is yeah. It three or is it four? Is it literally, four? literally doesn't happen that way. So that was shit. Never, ever. And then happened. you've got the Predator. <sighs> yes. Which is absolutely un- incomprehensible nonsense. Which is not and aged Shane, well, and it's Shane Black as yeah. well. It's not. It's, it's not aged Black. well. Wait, well, it's, it's only about four years old, isn't it? Exactly. Three years old. It's not aged yeah. well. And no. So, so like Ross said at the beginning, Prey has gone past cinemas. It's gone yeah. straight to Hulu in America. This, Disney this was Plus troubling. This was here. always troubling. It was troubling because straight to Hulu does not indicate confidence in your product. Although they released fresh straight to Hulu, and that was really good. And you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's not good, but it doesn't indicate confidence. No, no, but, fre- I mean, the difference between fresh and praise, praise part of an established brand. Yeah, but but it should have been in cinema. But I think you can't apply the same Netflix logic to Disney. Disney are doing things slightly different. Like Disney were dropping fucking Pixar movies. Like yes. Encanto went straight to Disney. But Plus. that was. That was still in the kind of aftermath of. I, I agree with you, but it was still sort of in the pandemic but aftermath. But like they've cinemas are on, now right? buzzing. Like they've carried on. So, and I think I think the challenge is you you you. I think it probably was intended for a cinema release. Pandemic comes along, everything gets crunched up, and you've got like three years worth of films to release in six in twelve months, and you have yeah, to look but, at it and go, <clears throat> what what film is going to get buried, and what film might actually move the needle. And the answer is, I think they kind of looked at Prey and went, it'll, it, it'll probably do a solid kind of 40, 50 million, but it's yeah. never going to be epic. <clears throat> but if we put it on Disney I agree Plus, with that. I, know, I get that. I get that. Will it, will it give us subscribers? What's and the answer question? is, if it's good. And it's really fucking good. It is really good. It's, it's actually much, probably much the best Predator good. movie since Predator. Predator is, I think, more fun. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure I can agree with that. But it's definitely in line. It's in line with. Like, if it's if it's let's say if it's third, it's a strong third. If you see what I'm saying, 
Yeah, as a trilogy of films. Because I think there's something about the intensity of the second film that is still very compelling. Anything Gary Boosie, Gary Boosie in. Yeah, yeah. Anytime Gary Boosie goes full Gary Boosie at the end. But even even the music, like like stuff like yeah, I just I just think it feels probably because of its settings and everything, it does feel outside of the movies, but not in a bad like. I I actually say to Niffy as we were watching the film, the problem, if there's a problem. And it's you can't you can't win, really. Is we already know what the predator is, so everything where it's revealing it, we already know. If you've seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movies, then I, I think because it kind of reveals everything. You know. So for me, I think that works in two ways. I think you're right. If you haven't seen Predator, and a lot of people will watch oh, this that haven't. If you have, oh, if you haven't, then but yeah, if you have. It plays nicely because this is set like two hundred yeah. odd years yeah, before Predator. Yeah, there's, rec- there's recognition of what it's doing. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. I and agree. and it and respects I, yeah, the, yeah. the director, the creators respect the fact yes. that this is a prequel. Yes, and therefore the weapons are. You can see how the weapons have evolved to be what I they agree. are in Predator. Yes, yes, I I totally agree with you. But they're a bit yeah. more basic. Even the hel- even the helmet and stuff. It's very yeah. It's very, it's very clever. And and this yeah, is what clever. a lot of people are not. Are not getting this whole I oh agree. yeah, but Arnie Arnie took it took Arnie and a whole troop of, of, of armed Marines to take down Predator. It's a different. First of all, it's a different Predator, right? <laughs> first of all, it's different. We don't know how how um, yeah they're individual how well trained it right right and we don't know we don't know it's and he starts small in this movie by the way yeah he doesn't yeah. go straight down and take out a bear I agree I yes of so course my my read of it is this is a relatively new Predator dumped on a on a on a planet to prove himself. And we don't even know. The point is, you should take it on its own terms. That's the other thing. You should take it on its own terms anyway. Great. Yeah. The brother. But that, brother that was my read of it. That it it's a yeah. new. It's a new predator that's been dumped on a planet to yeah. try and kind of, well, you know, to practice. Yeah, practice. practice. <laughs> Go to yeah. this bunch of. Um, of of savages. people, savages. Yeah, that's the word <laughs> I was looking for. Yeah. And you know, and so so, and the predator builds up, which is great. Mm. Whereas the original predator doesn't. The original predator is kind of. You get the impression that it was a fully it's formed. fully formed. Yes, I yeah. completely agree. It's a fully formed. I completely agree. Yeah. Like, like so. So that was really interesting. The the other thing that people have gone, and especially um, my friend on on your Facebook page, um, oh, but like, how can this little girl who's out of shape and and, 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 and I'm like, it's not the point. You're it's not, not getting. You're missing the point. Yeah. Like yeah. she uses the predator relies on technology. She uses, she uses guile and cunning, and, cunning. And, and also she's inventive. Her axe on the, the rope thing's fantastic. Oh my god, I like, love that fantastic. so much. And the bit where she kills people with it, like, because yeah, I'm like, yeah, is she yeah. just gonna be like, oh, that's gonna... was amazing. That's have you played amazing. the Tomb Raider game, the reboot, the, the yeah, square yeah, dance? The yeah, first, the first, the first reboot, yeah, I have where she yet. starts love off it. as someone that love has it. never really killed someone, yeah, they built her up and they built yes, her up. And, and this, yes. this to me was that Tomb Raider movie. That two made yeah. a game, like they yeah. build her up, and I think she it was gets done extremely well. I think it was done extremely. I, I was, um, and she was again, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, she was really good. I think everyone was really good. I think the brother character was really good. Yeah, like some of the great. blokes, some of the male characters aren't brilliantly drawn in this film. No, it doesn't, matter. 90- it doesn't matter. It's not about them. It's not about them. By the way, it's not about them. They're fine. They're, they are a tribe, and you get their tribe. You don't need to read too deeply into those people. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just don't need to. Like, fight. Could they do with more character development? Yes, okay. But it takes place over what a day and a half or something, and you're mostly yeah. not with them. So, what difference does it make? I'm not, I'm not making excuses for the film. I'm just saying I think the film was as developed as it needed to be. Quite frankly, maybe a yeah. bit more even. 
Um, I, I found it, I was surprised. I liked how little dialogue there was in it. I thought that was great. It, 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 and, and this, is, this is the wrong comparison, but it kind of gave a little bit of Apocalypto vibes. Yeah. A little bit of Apocalypto vibes. Yeah. And it was, I, I like the fact it was super stripped back. When the Predator yeah. went full Predator. Yeah. Oh my God, that was brilliant. Like yeah. when, like you, you tease a few really interesting kills. It, it comes all. It comes about almost almost exactly halfway through the film as well, which I thought was interesting. And then, when then, you first then see the full, she, like the full reveal. Yeah, and then she goes full predator. Yeah, yeah. Like when she goes full predator and she's wielding that axe. I, I love her with like, her blood, with his with its blood on her face and all that stuff. I yeah, that it just great. This felt like I was not expecting like, to like this film at all. I was not expecting to like this film at all. The more I, really, more, I was not. And, and do you know what it did right? And I think it's kind of what Predator does really well, is it builds. It yep. doesn't chuck its wad in the first couple of minutes, no, right? No, I agree. It builds and it builds with some really good set pieces, but it builds and it builds and it builds to the point where you're just like, like, I was so invested in this. I was so invested in the character. I was so invested in her journey. I was so invested yeah. in the fact that I'm like, how the fuck is this girl going to beat a Predator? There was also the fact... I know what yes, the Predator can do. Right, yeah, exactly. Or at least as far as we know we do. But there's also, like, even things like the French... Is it French colonials, I guess, using the Yeah, net. yeah. And then he, then he shows them what a net really is. I thought that was really great. I thought that was really, really clever. Like, because like, if you know the Predator technology, when they use their net, you kind of go... <laughs> like, it was so <laughs> that was for real. Like, and then what he does to them was fantastic. Uh, I liked how gory it was. and it, But it was never... Like it was never. Uh, I didn't think it was gratuitously gory. Like, I think it could have been gorier for sure. Yeah, like, it could have been. But, but was, I thought. I thought the. I thought the level was actually quite good. Yeah, it wasn't. It never overdid it, kind of thing. Um, and but it was there and it was present, and I I liked how it kind of ended on a sort of somewhat down note, like not a heavy. You know, it wasn't like uplifting at the end, but it looked, but it was uplifting for her. Yeah, because she because because the other thing I liked was she has a point to prove, really. Like she, uh, she keeps getting rejected uh, in terms of being what a tracker, I suppose, or a warrior, and so so she sort of proves her point. The idea that I think this person on Facebook put something to do with the historical inaccuracies. I'm like, mm, it's a film. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's a film. It's historically. It's it's not historically okay. accurate when uh, when a predator came to the planet. It doesn't tell that story accurately, Ross. I was just I like, was like I was like if you've got an alien in it, what are you talking about? And and by like, the way, like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Authenticity is is no. Is, and also is, is for the record, fair, I just Hamilton wasn't black and he didn't rap. Right. Like, if we want to be historically accurate, I right? Know, I, I just know, want to I throw know. that out there. I don't think there's one historical, actual historical occurrence of of Alexander Hamilton having a rap battle with someone. Having a rap battle in Canada. I could be wrong, <laughs> but as, as far as my reading of history, that wasn't that. Yeah. So, so fuck it. Hamilton shit it's such is a not lame, historically it's such a, it's such a lame... Like, like, if you don't like the film, you don't like the film. That's fine. It's not for everybody. Yeah, yeah it's like, entirely if, possible I could have watched this film and gone for fuck's sake. It's entirely yeah. possible I could have. I could have. But, but you sure. weren't going to because it's fucking brilliant. It's really it's well really made great. and it's, it's lean. Great, really. It's lean. Yeah, it's green. fast. There's not a wasted it's also, second in it. Also, when you look at the running time, it, I think it says it's one hour forty-two or something. But it does actually finish bang on the ninety-minute mark. It's yes, got it a does. Lot of yeah. But I value that. I thought that was fantastic. It literally and, finishes at the ninety-minute mark. And I think this is why I liked Prey more, slightly more than I like Bullet Train, 
because yep, okay. there was an absolute point in bullet train when I, I looked at good my watch segue. and I was like, cool. thank you. I, good. <laughs> that was good, wasn't good it? <laughs> that was good. Do you see how I did that? <laughs> I'm actually, considering how shit I am at segways, that was really good. Thanks for pointing I like out. I, I love how I ruined it. <laughs> yeah, you totally ruined it. Totally screwed it. Um, so, like, there's a point in bullet train where I looked at my watch and I'm like, oh, fucking hell, there's still 45 minutes left. Like, what else can they I, do? I, I, I never had that, to be fair. So, I was so, surprised they didn't have that. Bullet Train um, mm. is a film that both of us, I think I looked at the trailer and I was like, I quite like that. It looks quite cool. It's like my kind of thing. And you looked at the trailer and you were like, oh my God, that looks fucking terrible. I um, looked at the trailer and it, first of all, the poster, I can't get over the poster. I just think the poster looks like a complete mess of faces and nothing, and doesn't tell you anything and stuff. And I really have, I really have, it, ever since Cannes, we saw it in Cannes, it was like, what what is that secondly the trailer I, I think i've seen two trailers and they seemed seemed to be predicated on the fact that brad pitt wears a funny hat and there's the sort of be quiet to the quiet car like fine like fine and and it's been and it's directed by david leichley charity say it who traditionally i've just like deadpool 2 is fine it's nowhere near as because the first one we all know my feelings of the john wick films and i just i just was kind of going i just Okay, like I'm gonna watch it obviously, and and it was just so much better than that. Yeah, it, I just was not expecting it. And now we know it's based on a Japanese novel. I have no idea if it's accurate or not. We actually saw the novel uh, on a bookshelf in Kew Garden Bookstore when we, when we went for a signing. Niffy's uh, in the artwork of a graphic novel for Sleeping Beauties. But we went to a book signing, and then I saw Bullet Train, the novel, on the shelf. I was like, ah, cool. That's, and it is a Japanese novel, and I was just like. Like it, it's so much better. It does suffer from 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 in the, in the first half, maybe maybe being a bit too wannabe guy Richie. Kind of. Let's see. Kind of. And but this I is kind of what I liked I about dislike, it. Weirdly, but I did. No, but I didn't dislike it. I so, did when I say suffer. When I say yeah. suffer, um, there's a point. I was trying to figure out exactly when it happens. It's, it's about 15, 20 minutes here, where they're on. The, they're all settled into the train, and there's a lot of cutting backwards and forwards from. Uh, Aaron Taylor Thompson, Aaron Taylor Thompson, Aaron Taylor Thompson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is and, and, and unbelievably good in this film, by the way. He is unbelievably good. He is unbelievably Un good. Fucking believably good. Like, he should play Mickey. He should play Mickey in a film version of Only Fools and Horses. Because <laughs> that's literally what he was playing. You remember, right? spin, you remember, you remember Rodney Spiff, mate, Ricky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mickey, sorry. He should play him. Because that's kind His of what he was, was playing, right? He was, he was, but in, in a much sharper suit. And Brian Tyree, so, so it cutting between them two and the son in that yeah. little little booth. And with Brad Pitt walking along and with uh, the little girl, it was like, it was like three or four uh, Joey King. Like, Joey King, who was great. I really liked him in the end. Um, and they just kind of kept cross -cut. Now, I might be wrong about it, but I think it was for like 15 minutes. And it just felt a bit, just for that block, only for that block. But, by like, the way, and then back again, I was like, okay, we get it. Like just, just. But it wasn't. By the way, I never got bored. But no. I just started to feel it at the end of that section. I, I see. I'm just like now, that could have been ten minutes, not fifteen minutes. Or whatever. Interestingly, just that's that was the kind of stuff I really enjoyed. Just quickly, um, I liked it. Like, I just felt like, it just went on. I just went on a bit. I clicked on Joey King on 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 IMDb as often I do when we're, we're talking just yeah. to get a bit of background. Um, 
she's she's and i'm assuming this is an animated tv show she's in a tv show which has possibly one of the best titles ever it's called okay. hamster and gretel i hope it's an animated show that is brilliant it's very um, niche porn i i i well you know me right i like a guy ritchie film a good guy Ooh. ritchie film i love the gentleman i hey. think gentleman was fantastic same yep same Lockstock is one of my top 10 films of all time and excuse me <laughs> excuse me Sorry, I'm so passionate. I have to sneeze. Um, it's one of my top ten films of all time, and uh, I think it's probably one of the best gangster like that ilk of films. Yeah. So big fan. So it also holds up. Just for a note, it holds up better than Snatch does. Yes, although Snatch it is still pretty good. Um, Snatch is fun, but Lockstock is good. And so, so I'm watching. I'm watching this, and I'm like, all oh, the guy Richie. I didn't realize it was going to be quite. It wasn't so. Kermode hated this, by the way. Unsurprisingly, yes, of course. Um, and his criticism yeah. was it fe- feels like a low rent Guy Ritchie movie, and I'm like, actually, it feels like a really high budget Guy Ritchie movie. I'm like, I'm kind of happy yeah. with that. It it was really kinetic. It was really kind of visually interesting. The yeah, location it never, stayed, it never got. Bo- it never got. Bo- well, I was going to say it never got boring being on the train. That was surprising. No, and the location really surprising. worked to kind of focus the story and the action in. Like the action could up until the ending when it gets a little bit silly. I mean, yeah, like okay, it wasn't sure. beforehand. But sure. like, like it focuses the action in. So the fight that the Aaron Taylor Johnson and Brad Pitt have in the the, the kind of the buffet car, yeah, was great fun. And like the I water the joke, I thought all the fights were good. I thought all the fights were good. The water it's... joke was great. And this film has some mad funny cameos in it, and I'm not going to spoil really any does. of them. But well, can we say like, lost? Can we say lost city? <laughs> like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it literally is like lost city, isn't it? Um. So, so I wonder if they were filmed at like the same studio. I think they have. I think there had to be some crossover thing going on there. Because it genuinely yeah. has a fantastic bunch of cameras. Really does. Yeah, it does. Like it really to the point. Does. One especially. Oh fuck it! I'm going to spoil it anyway. Um, if you haven't listened to this, uh, sorry, I'm going to spoil one thing. Um, uh, Channing Tatum is in it, and he's fucking hysterical. Is this like, a sex thing? Is this a sex thing? <laughs> it's really funny. It's it him really and Brad funny. Pitt playing off each other. Yeah, I was like, funny. and you know, like it's a sex thing. And even even I, as a a a, a straight guy, was looking at it going, well, I, I, I wouldn't be I'd if watch, it went I'd in that direction. That, I wouldn't I'd be disappointed. That, I'd watch that sex thing definitely. <laughs> um, um, it's so it was so well written, which was a refreshing change. Really well written. It was yeah, really really funny. Um. What's the word? There was really good friendship stuff in it. Yeah, you know? um, I had an interesting lesson as well about um, fate and stuff like that. I don't want to read too much into it, but no, but I'm, like, I'm with you. I'm with you. But it was just, I just enjoyed the shit out of it. My only, also, my only yeah, two notes are one: I thought it was twenty minutes too long. I agree. It, yeah, I it, can see that. I, I was, never got bored, but I agree. And and the second thing is the the ending when it gets a bit CGI yes. spastic. Yeah. at the end yeah. is just yeah. not fun i i agree although what it did highlight at the time this isn't necessarily the right way to take it was how little of that i'd felt there was in the film before that and i yeah, quite appreciated that that's fair. i kind of appreciate i kind of appreciated that like the moments that were in that i yeah i i but i i agree i agree with that the only thing i will say we need to give a special shout a few special shouts out hiroyuki sanada was oh amazing. my god he was so this fight at the end with the sort of fucking awesome uh, and also andrew koji was great uh, andrew koji i don't know if you pronounce his name the son 
his son. Yes, he was really good. Yeah, yeah. There was a point when Liffy and I looked at each other in the film and kind of went, Brad Pitt isn't really the lead. No. Really. He kind of he still it, kind of is by the end of it. It's an he is ensemble by the end of film. It. In a good, in a really good way, like in a really good way. Yeah, no, 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 we didn't mean that in a bad way. It was, it no, no, was, but uh, that's why it feels more like a Guy Ritchie movie, right? Because it's yes, it's got yes. that um, it had that verve to it. Yeah, it's got that kind of like one of the things I've always liked about Guy Ritchie movies is like like it or hate the film, they they always feel quite as an ensemble. You look at Snatch. Snatch yeah, is Jason Statham's movie. Yeah, but, of course, but not not really though. No, it's, not really. it's kind of he's he's overshadowed by every character everyone. he meets in the film. <laughs> yeah, everyone. Like, yeah, and he's great in it, by the way. He's, still he's good. brilliant. Yeah, it's, not, it's, it's no diss on him, but you're right. Yes, yeah. but he's it's like Nick Moran is the lead in Lockstock. Yeah, but, it's but he's not because he's overshadowed by Dexter everybody. Fletcher, Jason actually, Statham. Actually, he's not. I, I would suggest he's not necessarily overshadowed. He's not specifically overshadowed. It's more. It's more of the equal weight given to the different storylines. I think. Yeah, true. I think. But even, I think he's always like, he's always believe he's always believe. I think. But he's still, and I don't mean overshadowed as in like no. performance wise. I no, just think Statham as a character, a th- th- they're yeah. kind of like quite like Statham in Snatch and yeah. and Nick Moran in in Lockstock are kind of your your kind of anchors. But everything yes, that happens around in. them, they're your way in. They're your yeah, way in, basically. they're your relatable character who stay relatively on one level. Where everything else is going mental, and I think that's kind of Brad Pitt in here. Brad Pitt's kind of your relatable character who's that thread all the way through it, but yeah. everything else is far more interesting. What's going on and like the other characters? Yeah, it's it was really really good. It's surprisingly good. And again, you know, I, it won't make my top ten because actually looking at my top ten, the top yeah. 10's actually getting quite strong for this year now. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it might, it might, it might be on the outside of the tent like it's it's just because it does what it's supposed to do extremely well like and it's such a surprise uh, and i'll want to watch it again uh, i love the scene between pitt and aaron taylor johnson in the like when they're fighting when the fight get, gets broken up with the chick with the trolley yeah. the trolley dolly and then aaron taylor johnson having to pay for brad pitt's bottle of water and all that was just all of that stuff absolutely funny it was handled so well and, and so well judged and their conversation afterwards was really well judged like it was really it was great. I, I yeah, I re- we we both really really enjoyed it, and I was not expecting to. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think I think like the the story of this week um, is three really interesting films that I had probably low expectations for all three, and Same. all three overachieved. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely, absolutely, um, more, more way more than expected. Yeah, look, we've got to wrap up because we've been going for quite a while on this podcast. Um, should we should we quickly do old films? Yeah, really quickly. Uh, for one yeah. other film I just want to mention. I went and watched with. I took Zoe to go and see Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, yes. not my okay. kind of movie. It has to be yeah. said. Um, yeah. I I should have absolutely hated it, but but you know, I walked out the cinema at the end. And I was like, like the look of that film, yeah. the the performances. Um, well, David Strathairn. Uh, I've seen David Strathairn in the trailer, and I, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Sure. And um, Daisy Edgar Jones is yes phenomenal. Like you fall in love with her in that movie, right? Um, she's phenomenal. However, if you want a crime thriller set in the swamps, um, that's got a little bit of sex in and is, mm. and is a little bit silly and a little bit twisty. Can I recommend Wild Things? Because it's much. Oh more yeah, fun. of course. Well, of course well. <laughs> so we if you have to pick Wild Things. Yeah, if you have to pick where the wild, where the crawdads sing or wild things, 
Go with Wild Things. Um, it's it's much more fun. <laughs> Go on, Ross. You've got one and a half minutes to talk about your old right. movie. So, well, not even. I'm going to very briefly touch on two new films, but I'll just say I've watched them and then move on, just because they are brand new. Uh, Rogue Agents on Netflix with James Norton, Gemma Arterton, uh, Julian Barrett, and a couple of oh, and um, Sarah Goldberg from Hacks. It's oh, a yeah. very interesting story based on a true story about a guy, a con man posing in it as an MI5 agent. I was going to say MFI Is it good? It's, it's much better than expected. It starts a bit low-key, but I was really taken in by it by the end. It's it's worth watching. I, I okay. recommend it. Like, like, like I gave it... I think I gave it seven in the end, which is pretty, and nice. it's like, but it starts off kind of low key. But I, I was surprised that I was watching it while tidying and I got really into it. Uh, and then briefly, a, a brand new Gary Daniels film called Bring Him Back Dead, which is, first of all, strong title, got vibes of uh, Great Sam Peckinpah. Yeah, Sam Peckinpah. And it's about, it's the usual thing of like a heist, gone, not a heist, they do a heist, and then he kind of betrays the crew because he's got a better offer. But he's the good guy. He's the anti-hero. Do you know, without he, even knowing, I knew there was yeah. going to be a Baldwin in this film. Yeah, oh, there is. Daniel Baldwin's good. Yeah, it? that's it. Um, well, I, I looked on IMDb and when I saw there was a Baldwin, I was like, yeah, it feels like there should have been a Baldwin in this film. Louis Mandalore's really good value in it. The fights are really good, unsurprisingly, but they are. it's obviously a, a cheap and cheerful affair. And I don't mean it as this, it's a cheap and cheerful affair. But it really, really works well. Gary looks fantastic. They, I mean, they, all, they all very good at it. And... A couple of subpar performances aside, with no disrespect intended, it's, because it is a little bit. Overall, it's really it was much better than dare I say expected. Again, like I really, nice. I mean, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I totally, I think you dig it. Uh, and then what was it? Oh, so those were two new ones. Just wanted to touch on those. Really, really worth watching both of them actually. Uh, and then the most recent old film we watched, we actually both watched it last night, is uh, the Scott Adkins joint Accident Man, which is one of his better movies, uh, directed by Jesse Johnson. Uh, great cast, including people like Ray Park and Michael J. White, Amy Johnson and so forth, uh, Perry Benson, uh, Ray, Ray Stevenson, of course. And uh, it, it's definitely one of those ones, that, again, it's slightly over long because of the way they tell it, but it's, it's, it's I've only seen it twice, but actually it's, it was uh, it was really engaging, actually. We sort of, we sort of did it yesterday evening. I don't think I've seen it. Um... It's, it's, you know, cause it's based on a British comic book from yeah. the, I think the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, I, really enjoyable. Yeah, cool. a lot of good stuff. Good. I watched um, my old film. I actually got to watch an old film this week, Ross. And I, yeah. and I wasn't on purpose. I was sat here, like I was, I'd finished work and I was, I was going on Netflix to, to just go, oh, like, I, I think I was meant to go on Disney plus to watch the next X-Men animated uh, episode that I've been going back for. Ah. Um, and I was like, for some reason I ended up on Netflix and I just saw Ransom, the Mel Gibson film. And I was oh, like, I watched, that. I watched that again about a month ago. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I haven't seen that in ages. Fuck it's it, I'll just great. watch that. I'll just watch that in the background while I do a few bits. And um, yeah, do you know what? Like, like it, it is hard to take Mel. It, like Mel Gibson's kind of rough around the edges, takes no shit. Like that whole persona, when you in put in history, is is a little harder to swallow these days. Mm. And like, and Ransom probably feels like every. 90s thriller that was ever made they all had that kind of similar kind of yeah, feel and look and structure but it's a good film man it's like it's well directed and also, isn't, it, isn't it ron howard as well it's like a yes. strong movie yeah a strong yeah it's movie. a strong movie and um it's it's it, it, gibson's good in it um you Donnie know uh, <laughs> Donnie, yeah, yeah gary sinise is great in it russo's great in it like you know, it's it's a it's a pretty decent film, all in all. Yeah, um, yeah, I like it. Lily Taylor, Delroy Lindo, uh, Leif Schreiber, looking very very young. 
Um, yeah. <clears throat> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a good film. Really enjoyed it. Uh, solid, solid, solid as they come. Great. So, look, that's it for this week. Uh, Ross, where can people find out more about you? Uh, yes, uh, at Ross Boyasco or Social Things, at Evo Films UK to follow Evolutionary Films, uh, which is exciting. And then uh, at Vengeance Film UK to follow the exploits of the Vengeance Film franchise. Nice. And www.rossandfilmtalkmovies.co.uk for more on this. I'm on Instagram. I'm also on other social things. So try and find me if you want. <laughs> uh, look, don't forget to rate, review um, and share this podcast. Tell people about it because we we yeah, we enjoy doing it and some people enjoy it. Who knows? Um, <laughs> if, if you didn't, we'd still probably do it anyway because it gives us a there's, chance to talk about films once a week. There's so. no hope for those people. There's no hope. So look, uh, thanks for listening. Take care of yourself and we'll be back. Um, in, we'll be back soon. Take care. Bye. Cheerio. Tati bye. Tati bye.